This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam. Welcome to this week's episode of Property Jam, where we talk about everything to do with the human side of property. Um, and this week, we have got some guests back. So we've got another power couple here with us this week. Uh, so we've got BB Properties in the in the room, in the house. In the house, in the Zoom. In the house. Well, they're yeah, in on the, the Zoom. <laughs> they got BB Property on the Zoom. <laughs> so welcome, BV. Uh, we're really happy to have you on here. So I'm going to hand it straight over to you guys. You can tell everybody who you are and what you're about. Excellent. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Sweet. pleasure to be here with you guys. About bloody time is all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Some part, I, I, um, when they said, when Nar said, oh, we've got BV Property coming on, I, 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 thought, we were, I thought we already had them on. <laughs> It's just, just like a big drum roll. It's the evidence. It's the, it's the, it's the solid. Will they, will they? Won't they? Come on, but drum roll. But now we're there. So yeah, who are you? <laughs> who are we? So I am Berenger. 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 I'm French. And with Vicky, we work together, but we also live together, which is partners in life and in business. So yeah, we like we enjoyed your last episode about the trials and tribulations of working with your beloved. Um, but what yeah, do we do? What do we do? We run BV Property Solutions, so we created it a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, so yes, I'm Vicky, I'm English. And <laughs> I love that you're stating your nationality. <laughs> <I'm gonna, laughs> just in case people are like, well, well she's from Birmingham. I have a very good accent to when I Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> Vicky and B. Yeah, so what we do, I guess, in a bit more details, yeah, we invest in property, but um, invest mainly in Birmingham uh peterborough and barnsley for the seven in a row project and mainly hmos let's say yeah so cody being house uh so yeah that's what we do in property i just jumped seven in a row yeah seven seven hmos in a row not hmo we've got five hmos and four flats uh so two can i just check so five plus four yeah nine not five no sorry it's yeah. four flat but within two houses dwellings in right two, okay in buildings, four, yeah. four flats in two houses that was yeah. confusing yeah i did confuse that sorry about that well <laughs> either that you're just really bad at maths which actually doesn't help when you're in property because you've got to get your numbers right right so. <laughs> because she does the financing side I know, of it i should so. be i actually realize i'm really bad at like excel just level one like oh darling skills but there are levels yeah, yeah. But, listen when you get to pivot tables in excel you've oh, peaked what like yeah, pivoted oh pivot tables <laughs> i think yeah. i would be pivoting on the table if i got that far <laughs> one of my manager was just so good at pivot tables. she was loving it yeah. i used to work in the oil and gas industry as well before and she was just like doing pivot yeah, in like oh, a minute yeah. anyway we don't need pivot table no we don't sure there fact, are... yeah i can't there even are... remember what one is like yeah there are better stuff. things to do with your life there, there is. Are. So like, come on, property jam. Exactly. And have fun with you guys. Hello. I just want to, I just want to sense check something um, about that seven in a row or seven plus two. Um, it's in Barnsley. What? Because what, I grew up very, very close to Barnsley, and Barnsley is not somewhere that I would have instantly thought is going to attract um, your co-living tenants. Maybe I'm just being very 
negative towards Barnsley. Or should you I say Barnsley? What's wrong with Barnsley? All right, we can get we can get rid of him if you want us to. <laughs> but you can come up, Matt. We'll show you around when they're all finished, and you'll be like, oh, anyone will be lucky to live here. But no, I'm sure I'm sure they will be. I'm sure they will be. Um, what, what's your um your target tenant demographic? Yeah, so it's working professionals. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's quite high demand up uh, in and around Barnsley. It's on quite a main road, so it's got kind of good connections and links in and cool. out of the town as well. Um, oh. And yeah, we were looking at potentially doing some social housing with it as well. Uh, in terms of HMOs, it's kind of still still an option, yeah. but um, but mainly we're going for professionals is like the, the number one. We're going for. That's the beauty and the challenge of this project actually yeah. is like, you've got so many different op- options that it's really good because you've got like, 10 15 exit strategies but then it's hard to find the solution it's as hard well to decide it's ah. <laughs> yeah what to do, what to do. yeah yeah sometimes that can cause overwhelm can't it when you've actually got so many options and possibilities yeah. especially with your tenant demand so you've settled on professionals have you yeah professionals um for the yeah for the buy to let flats and also yeah. the hmos but still we've, we are talking to some um social housing providers as well so there is still an option a bit later once yeah. they're nearly completed great um, potentially to, to do that as well which is a good strategy for us mm. awesome that's exciting. seven projects in one i love that that's yeah that's that's very how good. many bedrooms is that in total it's 30 30 hmo bedrooms and then four yep. units of flat so you're like 34 34 units together. yeah that sounds so better than seven yeah <laughs> it does doesn't it 34 in a row yeah <laughs> one hit yeah, yeah. don't you hate when people ask you that question how many properties you've got oh because yeah. that could be one property with 100 rooms or you know exactly it just matters how <laughs> much true. rent how many tenants and how much rent you got coming in at the end of the yeah. day yeah. it's quality over quantity isn't it with property yeah, yeah. Like it's, yeah. and it's just, it's, it's really hard to explain that to people when they ask you that question. Cause it's so, it's so tempting to go on the, the, like the super like defensive, like actually I, it's to do with the quality of what you own. It's so, <laughs> and then you're like, all right, I just asked a question. Yeah. <laughs> just tell me like five. This is project because people are like, oh my gosh, I already got, you know, this amount of properties, whatever. But actually mm. seven in a row is one project. Yeah. Seven houses. Yeah. yeah. So, exactly yeah. it's not That's like we do seven different build teams with seven different areas in seven different locations yeah. and all this which adds easier. a lot of complicated it might be actually but we've got like one contractor seven houses it's kind of like they're going in uh to one and the next and the next so it does simplify it um but we see it as yeah it's one one project but really cool, cool. really cool so i think we were we were uh, aging on um getting very informative and oh, yeah. slightly educational there. So I'm just going to ask the question. What does the human side of property mean to you guys? Yes. Good question. That's an excellent question. Thank you. And Thank I you. Think, I think, you know, human side is, is just everything, to be honest, because we work with people and process. Everything is based on trust. Um, it could be with our JV partners, with, you know, even the, the build team, the solicitor broker our investors everything is really on the fitting with us it's no i mean someone can have a, a beautiful resume with all the things that are required like beautiful amazing so good but if it's not a good match then it's just not gonna work yeah so it's a lot of it's a lot of trust we want to we don't want to be behind people's bags i think we're a little yeah. bit controlling <laughs> I, think I think i think we are and i've kind of as we've gone more and more in the property i was like i think we are actually pretty 
a little bit controlly, freaky. You, you are. Yeah, <laughs> probably more than you. I but you <laughs> are. <laughs> so it's kind of like because we're so because we it's like our baby. So you just want to protect it, don't you? And you like you want things done in a certain way, which I understand could be annoying for people like but we know it us. works so and yeah. we got the good contacts as well so we you know it's that's one thing that's quite difficult i think in the property is is to to get your contact where you know it really works you've got a really good team yeah and you don't need a lot of problems to get this relationship to collapse so i think that's something that is it's a bit challenging sometimes mm. and it takes time i think what we've learned is the relationship we've built over the last like two years we've got really solid ones in some of our team where it's like, you know, great relationship. It's easy to work together. It's a pleasure to talk to them, like the brokers, the solicitors, you know, you just, you've got a great relationship with them. And then there's other ones where we've, we've tried some people, it's not worked out. We've tried other people, it's not working again. And then you, you kind of just go around and around until you find mm. that great person or team who you connect with, they've bought into your mission. You really want to work with them and give them more business and tell everyone that they're great. Um, so it's just kind of a time limit going round and round until you've got the team that's like kick-ass and you're like, <laughs> yeah, got it now. But that takes like it takes years. Time. Yeah, it, it takes, takes time. time. It does take, definitely takes years. No, I think Niall and I can that's... definitely uh, relate with that. Mm, yeah. Most definitely, yeah. But also I think it's what you're saying as well on the controlling side is of, like you said, there's that fine line between sort of being caring about your business and protecting the parameters of how you operate versus actually being that micromanager who's literally just cracking the whip until your builder wants to turn around and like punch you in the face. <laughs> like you've got to like strike the balance. And I think yeah. that only comes with time. And, you know, one of the most valuable things I think that's ever happened with like my projects is like having that time at the end of a project going, what did we fuck up what didn't we what did we learn next yeah. time around and then they kind of go oh so you still want to work with me okay cool and then yeah. you have that open conversation and then over time you can step back because they get how you work you get how they work you know what yes. pushes their buttons and but until that point you just feel like a bit of an anal asshole like you really <laughs> do because <laughs> this happened this happened with our build on the because we first project we worked on him with it but it was like our first project so we're obviously yeah. just like pooing ourselves at every moment yeah, like, oh, God. so we just we were there we were like driving up to Birmingham almost every weekend from Brighton <laughs> so we were just constantly on the road almost every weekend there checking what you guys doing we just wanted to learn but we lot. also wanted to learn so we be particularly is quite inquisitive so she does ask a lot of questions so well, that's another understand. that's another way of saying you're annoying B. Just, <laughs> yeah so, so Vicky, you're bossy and B, you're you're nosy yeah, no, <laughs> love it. No, there's your dwarf names. <laughs> dream team, dream team. Hello. No. Well, I think the thing oh. is, uh, and that can be annoying for the builders because I see everything. She, does. she spots everything. And I literally see everything. So at mm. first it was like, oh, okay, that's fine. And then for, that was really good actually because for the project after, it was like, uh, oh, I need to, I need to fix that because B will see it anyway and be like, yeah. Yeah, it's like I'll be speaking that. Yeah, so they're almost can't checking. get away with that. Yeah, yeah, which is good because it's kind of it keeps them their standards high as well because they know that and she will. Like, I do. Everything. I don't do it on purpose. I just I just see everything. So, yeah. but then the next projects and we now we're on a third project with him. He we kind of have a, have a joke about it now. It's like remember when you were in Birmingham like every five minutes. He's like now I can't even get you on the phone. He's like he's yeah. <laughs> like we were like we trust you just to go ahead and yeah. do it. Like we don't need. You know, just let us know everything's fine and we can we like trust him that you know he can manage the project. So I think it's that it's working with people and you have to prove 
yourself at the end of the day in anything you do, um, whatever work it is, mm. or, you know, you prove that you can do a good job. And then when you, you do, you know, you generally, I think that's something that that's really alike with us. Yeah. A bit, a bit of self, uh, <laughs> self he's, he's very modest <laughs> as well. <laughs> we might be very, um, pointy and stuff for the first time, but once, once it's good, usually it, you know it's yeah. good and we would trust people on on their things because we know that the result we'll get is what we want so it's just the first time that we work with someone we really yeah, want to know like how we test. how we work together to just make it work yeah. do we sound a bit like controlling <laughs> no and also i think that there's not the, the, reflection here as well it <laughs> is because this is like a little soundboarding space isn't it when you say stuff out loud but i think on the other side of it as well what happens is when you get really comfortable with a team particularly a building team and you like your few projects in and then all of a sudden like there's a risk or a worry that starts to creep in that they get complacent that they've always just got your business so yeah. at some point there's this temptation just to kind of go oh I know I'm going out for you, you you're pretty much guaranteed the job however I'm also getting comparative quotes even though I know I want to appoint you so don't be sitting there resting on your laurels because yeah. I know that, that the price could creep up or the quality of the job might slip just because you get so comfy like in anything that we do right yeah it's true and so, it's always yeah. good to have different options as well, because if if one builder can't do anything or he's out of the game for whatever reason, you don't want to just have be reliant on him, you know. So I think, yeah, it's definitely a good idea to try different teams on different projects as well. Um, there is a risk then because you're using a new team, but at least then you've got some bit of mitigation. Lots more chips to Birmingham. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Woo. More time in Brighton, so it's good. <laughs> 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 excellent so I, I think really you've cool. got some um some questions for us we do we've oh. got we've got two I've questions got one first right. so yeah. we needed to go and get that one go for on, joe babe. what what about the gardener what's going on with him those of you who are listening to this episode for the um is your first property gym episode you need to go back a few and listen to the episode where we talked about um relationships um, mm. What was the episode called, Joe? <laughs> episode Joe and the Gardener. Yeah, it was Joe and the Gardener. Yeah, <laughs> Joe, Tin Joe Tinder and the Gardener. I think it was what it was called. Um, it was property and romance, wasn't it? And how, mm -hmm. should you bed your business partner? Which again, we can. I feel like we need to get into this with you guys as yeah. well. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, episode fifty-eight, and it was really interesting because um, uh, us us ladies are on a, a WhatsApp chat, and I you were like the one that were commenting on it the most. B, you were like, oh my god, I relate to this episode so much. Like, there's so <laughs> yeah. much in this. Like. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so what happened with, with the gardener who came around and trimmed my mum's bush is the question that I'm being asked, right? <laughs> what a great question. What a great question. Um, He's now also listening to this, we understand, and getting all of his friends and family to listen to this. No. So, so if, uh, if marriage is not on the cards, Joe, then... Um, yeah this is just gonna be very embarrassing to listen back to in a few years it really is no pressure no no, no pressure gardener um no so <laughs> no pressure, gardener. <laughs> that's just gonna be his name from now on g-man so um i'm i'm you know for the for the sake of privacy all i'm saying is we may have gone on a we may have seen each other a couple of times a couple of dates there we go that's 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 where we're at with the gardener yeah, so, so my mom is literally okay. buying a hat in preparation for the wedding as you can imagine um oh my god can you imagine if I told my mom like I just I couldn't even tell her like it would just be the most embarrassing like she'll just think the whole thing was planned so yeah so um I would come yeah. out at one point 
yeah oh it has to like <laughs> she's still yeah she's she's still talking about you know the quality of her garden and you know how, <laughs> how that lovely gardener was just so he was just so lovely and oh, like yeah it's so, of him. It's really yeah nice. well if it doesn't work out with me and him in the future and you know the wedding doesn't happen <laughs> Um, then obviously I'll, I'll just say, you know, is, is there room for my mum? Because she's clearly keen. So, yeah. Yeah. At least bush will always be nicely trimmed. Trimmed, oh, yeah, you know, absolutely. And I'd, I'd give my blessing on that. That's no problem. So, so yeah, that's the update, listeners who've been asking. I can't tell you on the socials. I've had so many people asking me, like, just like, what happened? You know, what's the next step? You know. So yeah. So there you go. A um, couple of dates, um, and then a wedding. I need to set the date with him, but I'll let you know. Her guy's not going to be listening anymore. No, nope. he's like wedding. What? Hang on. Would have been on two. I've only been on two dates, and I've only been on two episodes of Property Jam. <laughs> oh God, the shame of it all. So, uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, so like he needs to get a Property Jam seal of approval as well, obviously. Oh right, okay. Well, maybe yeah. we'll get him on. We'll just like we'll just interview him and grill him like on a on an actual podcast. He would just love that, wouldn't he? Yeah, a- anyone's dream. <laughs> yeah, less said about that. Yeah, anyway. so, shall we move on to the actual question you came here with? Okay, we'll move on to the question. But that was it. That was a great first question. So the, the, our question for you all is: um, so if you could be transported either back in time or forward in time to a particular year. Which year would you choose and why? Ooh. Oh, I know the God. answer to this, like quickly, like really oh, quickly. But it's really, and it's nothing to do with property. It's um, it's 1927. Oh, what happened then? Wow, it's precise. Yeah. I was only thinking of my own lifetime. I hadn't thought like further back than that. Yeah, 1927. So, so what happened in 1927? So for those people that know me quite well, like I'm really into like Spanish literature and sort of, um, so I love Salvador Dali and I love Federico García Lorca, uh, the poet. And um, all right, I'll say it in an English way, Federico García Lorca. <laughs> okay. Oh, him. <laughs> love him. Yeah, love his poetry and um, like studied um, him a lot. And they were the generation of 27. So when the world was going mad, especially with the Spanish Civil War and everything being on the cards. They had this underground artistic movement Ooh. and they were just so incredible. The ideas they were coming out with. And it was them and another guy called Luis Bunuel as well, who, was ne- who went on to become a very famous film director in, in Spanish uh, culture. And I just, I would love to have been in a room with those guys in some speakeasy, just, you know, listening to their ideas about creativity and the world and color and art and poetry and passion and all of that stuff um, in a country like Spain, which I love. So yeah, that excites me. Yeah. Great answer. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh, Niall, you can follow Uh, up. Thanks, Matt, I appreciate you nominating me next. Matt's thinking super quick now. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if it's not a specific year. It wouldn't be as specific as Joe to 1927. Um, but I think uh, I really love country music and rock and roll and that type of era. So I would love to have grown up in the 60s when that was all kicking off properly and it was just becoming such a big thing and it was a new thing. And it was such an exciting time uh, for, for that type of music. Um, so 1960s for me, yeah. Okay. Can you specify a year in the 1960s, please? I feel like you need to. I was 27. Like, come yeah. on, you got to nail a year. Yeah. 
Okay, 1965. I thought you were going to say 69, and I was like, you filthy <laughs> bastard, but you didn't. Okay, right, okay. 65. Yeah, 27th of March, please. Oh, put that in the <laughs> no, no idea why. Okay, great. <laughs> um, for me, I would... I've got two answers. And uh, the first one, literally, I was going down the same vein as Niall in my head before he started talking thinking well it would be, it would be great to um, be around in, in the 70s for because I'm a, a big fan of um, as a jazz pianist I love funk and soul and disco and all of that stuff to be around in um, you know the, the birth of that in the 70s would be fantastic I'm also a bit of a bit of a geek and I, I think I would love to go forward in time probably a hundred years um, just to to see what life is like when mm. my you know, grandkids are growing up, and you know their you know, the ability to go to the moon, go to Mars, uh, and see what technology is going to be. Because I think back a hundred years, back to the nineteen twenty, nineteen twenty seven, and uh, the, the lack of technology there um, compared to what we know now, and that really um, intrigues me. And uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm a big tech geek um, and um, you know, a bit of a Trekkie and all of that. So I'd love to see what the future holds yeah. um, from that side. Um, so it, it's a tricky one. Do I go forwards? Do I go back? Yeah, that's the question. That's tricky. You've got to look, yeah. got to look forwards. But you, you know what happened in the past, whereas you know, there's something about going mm. forward and going, oh, what's this? And you can explore and, and yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good shout. Because I, I, I guess, do we answer the question as well? Yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, answer question number one. How's it going with the gardener? Really great. <laughs> Bush is super trimmed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> both bushes. He's done a, just he's done a great job. He did both. Yeah. Good. So, <laughs> Why are you down there? Pete <laughs> is literally dying. He's just oh, you can't this is exactly her. what she intended by asking the question. I know. I know. She asked the naughty questions as well. All right. What, what time would you so go back? I'm I'm like Matt. I think I would go forward, um, kind of because yeah, the, the history is kind of written. But I'll let B give her answer because it's it's pretty good as well. But um, yeah, I would go forward and see yeah what what's happening in the future. Like, are we flying around in cars like in the sky, like all the sci-fi, like the Jetsons? Um, what's that? Mm. <laughs> like the Jetsons. Yeah. That, that that may have been the cartoon that started my fascination off. The Jetsons, yes. Jetsons, maybe. The Jetsons, Joe 90. It's a cartoon where they're all in the future and they've got flying cars and all this stuff. They didn't do it in French. No. No, you probably didn't see it. Le Jetson. Le Jetson. Or Les Jetsons, of course. I don't know. I don't know that one. But yeah, so I would go to the future and I would see, you know, are we hanging out with aliens? Are we all crazy? Does the world even exist? maybe we'll i'll go there and there'll just be nothing um Care about ourselves yeah just to have some insights to what's to come mm. i would go in the past i think because i'm yeah. i'm very curious so i just want to know how it was but i don't know where and when i think i got different options so one would be during the pyramids time oh. and all of that, That's a, really, yeah i want to i want to know i'm like oh my god i just want to yeah. know how it was because being a geologist as well as a background I I think there's a lot that we think is 
that's the deduction we had but actually being there it would be so amazing to understand how they started the writing and you know how how to build all those massive pyramids it must be like amazing oh, so no. this one and middle age i think could be quite interesting just to see yeah just to see how it Wouldn't was over when you, like the beginning of man like at the very oh beginning. yeah the very 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 beginning of the human history like homo sapiens and stuff yeah, I'd love to. Really so cool. I kind of want to spend like <laughs> a week in each era would be great. <laughs> in this imaginary oh. time machine that we have, that would be pretty cool. I think yeah. you could because it's your question. So technically you have the freedom yeah. to do what you want. Yeah. Because what I was thinking is that you, it, I think I would get a bit obsessed with it. So you wouldn't actually live in the present. You would just constantly be like going back and forwards and you wouldn't actually live in reality. Yeah. yeah. But your happen. present would be whatever you chose it to be exactly so um, wow. there would be no concept of the present wow we're starting to be very philosophical in there as uh, as we get deep too deep <laughs> let's go that's, back how, to that's how we roll here let's go, property should we go back to bushes and trimming them because that <laughs> or we could even talk about property oh that's true oh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have to <laughs> well, actually, I wanted to ask you guys, actually, because I think just because it generated so much interest on, you know, that 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 um, episode 58. And I know that you responded in the in our sort of WhatsApp group with the Property Sisters and, you know, May Green spoke to how they work together. You know, Powell Property said the same thing. And, you know, Kelly Molson had an opinion on this. And like, where do you sit? Was it hard in the early days when you're mixing, you know, literally business and pleasure, as it were? Like, did you struggle? Was it hard? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay. Well, at least you're together on that. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was it was hard because it was very difficult because I guess Vicky yeah. was more the one who started the, the business and I was a lot more like the follower. And oh, tag along. And I couldn't find my space. I yeah. felt I did feel I was an assistant for quite a while, which really annoyed me. To be fair, uh, she's still treating you like that because she had a go at you. Yeah. Uh, because you she didn't tell her, you know, that know, that is just, it, yeah. Because this, this is the challenge when because I'm 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 working full time. So this is the challenge because B when we moved back to UK, mm. so we met in France when uh, I was living there. So we were both working for the same company. And when we moved back to the UK, B took a sabbatical because they couldn't move her back and then ended up getting made redundant so it's kind of I've always been in yeah which was a great um which so I've always been in work so it's kind of like there's also this time imbalance where it's kind of I have limited time but I see B as having lots of time whereas in reality she has other things to do (laughs) like she's not just there to you know do everything that at the beginning what I ask because I don't have time so it was really finding that balance of your place also living in England for the first time yeah not exactly. having a job which is quite it was know, a bit it was stressful. not an easy time it was not an easy time it was good to do it but it was not easy because yeah I went from having a nice income to having zero income yeah to living in a new country I knew the language but not as good as now I guess um didn't know this property business stuff uh everything is extremely complicated and it was <laughs> in another language and yeah, just being like a housewife, kind of. It was a bit like, yeah. yeah not a property partner, you're a housewife, right? <laughs> yeah, so not anymore. Very good, very good. Yeah. Fighting against that. No, so it really changed when we when we really set up the business. Yes. Because there was about 15 months time where we weren't, we were kind of trying to do it, not really doing it. So it wasn't really until we set up the business, mm. uh, just 
two years ago where we thought right we've taken this seriously we're doing it as a proper business and we really set the roles and responsibilities clearly well that came through time because at first yeah. it's basically what everyone else said really is like at the beginning we tried to do everything together it just doesn't work until yeah. I was like I don't want to deal with this because I just don't want to and it's not my thing and now it's very clear what we're doing yeah. so I don't touch the solicitor broker side ever oh you clever just girl sign the paper Oh, well, yeah. we have a I don't even a, know what we have a bit of a joke now because I always bring B papers when she's in the middle of something. I'm like, can you just sign this. Like, what am I signing? And I'm like, don't worry, we'll buy another house. She's like, oh, <laughs> she's like, which house is this? I'm like, that one. So it's kind of a joke. But then when she's doing all the floor plans and design, she's trying to show me lights and stuff. I'm like, I don't want to look at that. Like, I literally just don't care. You pick the lights <laughs> and the colors and all that. So we've, I think we're quite lucky that we've got a definite, like a yeah. de definitive role. It's very clear. It's and it's very separate and complementary basically mm. for the business so when you walk into a finished product or a finished completed property then uh vicky do you like why the hell have you chosen that color or why do i hit those lights or anything God, like that? i wouldn't dare <laughs> no i wouldn't dare but no but luckily it's all beautiful so i'm coming you in can't... i'm like wow that's really cool or is oh, that the lights you tried to show me six months ago it's like yeah i was like they look brilliant well yeah. done you can't really complain though because we build the brand together yeah and we did the mood board together so it yeah really it's really us so she can't complain no, otherwise it's, or, it's just the, the i just really dislike the process of picking things things and tiles and loads of people love that but I just oh, oh my like god it. it makes me like oh, I'm just I just really dislike it but I kind of like the boring stuff in, in a way like I like being organized on the broker and the paperwork and making oh sure the lenders have, yeah I know it's I weird, know, weird. It? it is weird because I'm kind of when I'm doing it I'm not like oh I've got to do this I'm like oh we get to organize this so, okay listen if it doesn't work out with B, B seriously <laughs> I need you in my life. There's a cue. I have done a bit of gardening in the past. There you go. <laughs> no, it's, uh, but it's good. I think it's really, now it, it's, it just flows really now well. Now it works really it's well perfect. because we know exactly what we do. And yeah, and I, I trust Vicky with all of that. And she trusts me on the design. design. And sometimes yeah. we try to still you know, talk to each other on our thing so we understand it. <laughs> But also sometimes it's very hard to work together. Sometimes when you're being really annoying mm. <laughs> or I'm being really annoying. But then there's times, I think you mentioned on the last podcast was like having time where you don't talk about business. That's hard. So you go out and you're like, right, we're not. We just like have a decision where we're not talking about property tonight. So what's what's the, the go-to topic which is not property? That's a really good question because I was thinking about that. I was like, what do we what are we gonna talk about yeah. if we don't talk about property? It's just about people, like not talk about people, but it's like how we talk about people. <laughs> are, are these people by any chance in property? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking maybe. That. No, it's more like catching up on friends and family. It's like, oh, how are your friends like catching up on B's best friends? Like, have you spoke to them? What are they up to? And they're like, Oh, this do happened. We do this? Yeah, we say like how's um, <laughs> yeah. it's not with B. She's winding me up, I know. <laughs> <laughs> or like, how's your mom doing? Like, have you heard from the, the kids and all this kind yeah. of stuff? So it's more really talking about planning travels. And planning and travels, the future, what do you want to do? Um Thursdays. Birthdays. Yeah, just like yeah. what we do. It sounds like it sounds like the conversations uh, me and Laura used to have 
then we had a child and then <laughs> yeah yeah it's like, all about the child. We, we had we had a yeah we had had a couple of date nights and um the conversation was like, we're not talking about work what are we talk about emmy we <laughs> yeah. about emmy and it was like what else could we talk about um traveling well can we do that in the near future yeah probably not um so what else we talk about uh well i have to say something funny so like that night so um we featured this i think on the last episode that matt had got dressed up and ready for date night and you know it was great because you know it was night out first one in a long time kind of thing and then lara <laughs> sent us a message in the evening <laughs> And basically, it was clear the conversation had run dry because there was just a picture of Matt. We probably had a couple of glasses of wine. I'm guessing you can speak to this Matt just lying in bed, going, <laughs> just <laughs> and sent it to me and Niall, and we were like, "Ah, oh, date night, date night. <laughs> really well." It was more than a couple of glasses of wine. It was um, it was a good bottle and a um, yeah, we shared a bottle and a half, and then we had some beers to go where we got kicked out at 10, 10 p.m. Oh. So the the guy was uh, like, yeah, two minutes to go. I don't want to kick you out, but I've got to kick you out. So <laughs> and we said, can we take some beers for the road? And we went for a stroll along the uh, along the seafront oh, with, so our, with our beers in hand. Um, oh, yeah. Sounds like a good night. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. It was, very, it was cold and windy. <laughs> oh, perfect. So we, we, we found shelter, um, I'd like to say under the pier, but no, in a in a... I don't know what you call them on the, yeah, the seafront. Those, those little chairs. Yeah. They're, they're like, yeah. Oh, I know. They're, those like huts shop. with, yeah, 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 those. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, obviously, the worthing equivalent of, of those. Yeah, <laughs> a bit nicer. <laughs> well, I don't know. It depends which one you go. So, yeah, they've repainted some of them, but not all of them. Yeah. Did you go anyway. into a painted one or an unpainted one? Because did it need a little bit of a, you know, cosmetic we, touch up? Could you put we we your property skills to it? We went into the closest one. Ah, fair <laughs> oh, and then you're back to property with the paint. Yeah, that paint. Don't talk about paint. <laughs> oh, paint. Oh, God, I love paint. B, I feel like if you and I had a glass of wine, yeah, French yeah. wine at that, like we would just get in deep into like tiles and textures and paints yeah. and like, oh, mate, we, that needs to happen at some point. Okay, I think we should go and talk about um, the future. <laughs> yeah. The Jensen's. We'll have a Jensen's evening. Oh, the Jetsons, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jetsons. And, and now you can just I'll, I'll just I'll just flick between you both. You know, he's when a I, social butterfly. When I get when you I get bored, I'll just... Boys. Which, which, uh, which bubble are you going to be part of? <laughs> I can play referee. <laughs> so I think we're, we're um, probably about time for some episode roulette. So for those of you who've not... Um, heard episode roulette before uh, we're going to scroll through all of the previous episodes of property jam and um when i well, well when you feel like it guys hit stop or hit stop and stay say stop because mm -hmm. you don't have a button maybe that's what we need guys we need a property jam buzzer which we can send to our guests in advance i'll just do the buzz <laughs> okay so b is going to buzz me whenever whenever you're ready Okay, episode number 10. I would like your input on this is money. Ooh. What's your thoughts on money? Thoughts on money. That's a good subject. Yeah, gosh. Money is essential, abundant, accessible, and 
money is made up made up that's exactly <laughs> what I was about to say oh you guys is, I know made up it's, it is made it's up. A, I was thinking about this the other day because isn't it mad when you pay for something or you transfer like a lot of money and all you've literally done is sent some numbers on this screen to you log into another account now it's on that screen it's literally not real mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just not real. It's just you made have, you, up. You have to pay for the privilege of transferring numbers yeah. from one screen to the other screen. Yeah, it's like <laughs> if you say, Man, what for? Nothing happened. <laughs> like, when you think about it, it's just like some stuff printed, right? You can reprint them if you want to. I mean, we can't, obviously, but, you know, but the, it's quantity <laughs> on, isn't it? No, it's this is why you bought seven properties in a row. Here you go. <laughs> These printers in France, they're amazing. <laughs> like you've just completely declared your illegit business. That's brilliant. <laughs> it's real. Money's definitely real. Just yeah. very real. Love it. Love it. Can touch it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's completely made up it, when you it's, think about it. It's such it. a strange it's concept. Crazy. It's a human concept, isn't it? We've just made up. Strange, it used to be exchange of value. Yeah. Yeah, mm. it used to be something tangible you can see. Now it's just this invisible numbers moving yeah. around it's but the thing is without money you can't do anything so even if it's made up we need to accept that yeah. it's there and it's it's useful i like having money i prefer having my two pockets full of money than empty yeah and i think yeah. it's i was thinking about this before like um that you just have to learn it's not about earning money and yeah. sweating for it you just have to know how to get those numbers into your account mm-hmm like because we always think of money as like a physical thing but it's literally just how do i get that those numbers into my account how do you turn the tap on yeah so make that number go up and up and up and it's and and it's so it's infinite and it's abundant and you know money is everywhere i think when you start raising money for property as well because you're not used to it you have such a closed mind thinking oh my god who's gonna who's gonna invest 20 grand in us like we don't know anything and then suddenly you know you've raised you know over half a million and and upwards and it's kind of you just realize that money is everywhere and people there's so much money around and it's just how do you direct it into your bank account into your business so that you can grow and you know give money to other people like the builders the solicitors so much money comes out of the business and it's just this big cycle of numbers coming from here we send it over there it goes over here it comes back to us so it's just understanding that cycle and how yeah it can work for everyone also money is not it's not the end goal because yeah what's important with money is to get the money okay but to do what Mm-hmm. if it's to pile it up in the bank account i don't need it right mm. well, for me it's important to know what i want to do with my money that's a really good point actually because lots of people are focusing on this these expressions like becoming financially free or financial independence or whatever it might be but once you get to that point why do you want to be yes. financially free what do you do with your 40 hours a day or for sorry 40 hours a, a week? day well i'd like 40 hours a day thank <laughs> oh, you that's future. if you're right if now. you're working 40 hours a week um and suddenly you've got these 40 hours free what do you do with them yeah well, that's, that's you know, there are only, only so many holidays you can have there are only so many t- yeah. days you can spend on the golf course or whatever it might be so you know there's more to it than just a number interesting how you say 40 hours a day because that's the next thing to understand is that there's an infinite amount of time, time. as well mm-hmm. um if you know how to um uh yeah leverage time and leverage money 
and people no. as well that's the other that's the third one in that truly trinity i think it's yeah. time people. well the time is is uh, all about leveraging the people so i can have 40 hours a day if i've got 40 people yeah. hours yeah but i think mm. it brings in another element as well because i think it's skill set you know that you can't yeah. possibly yeah. be good at everything so it's Correct. like no. you know you can't and just you can't do everything especially in property because it just you know we've talked about this so many times before if you took the start of the process right to the end of the process from purchase right through to refinance and rentals can you imagine like literally you have to be some magician <laughs> to have all of those skills which is why joint venture partnerships like your one works so well because you each bring different skills like you're leveraging each other 40 hours Nothing wouldn't is. be enough in one day in that rate no that's <laughs> true that's true. Yeah. So I think it's good. And what I love is that you've echoed all of the messages that we covered on that particular episode. Well done, lady. So go back and listen to episode number 10. <laughs> I think we've got time for one more. So I'm scrolling again. You okay, I'm going. Burp. <laughs> that was a weird I always burp. dropped my phone. Um, Helpful. I've gone, I've gone to all the guests. I've got, that was a guest episode. So I need to get this go again. Okay. So I wasn't <laughs> what do you think of... <laughs> Okay, episode 16. Oh, not two, damn. No, sorry, episode 17. Guilty well, Pleasures. Like Guilty Pleasures. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, hang on. <laughs> hang on. Knowing no, 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 We're no, on to no, something no, good no, here, guys. I know. I don't know what I happened think, then. I, I think we should separate them <laughs> and, and ask them I'm, the question I'm worried. separately. B, can I just say for listeners, B has physically sat back in her chair and is laughing. So, and, and V has leant forward as if so. Oh my God. What, what is she thinking? So, yeah, this you, is great. I think we've been talking too much about trimming bushes. So, I got <laughs> uh, Okay, got it. I guess got I it. B's tapped into her dirty mind. Oh, gosh. <laughs> B, again, you and I, we, we need to drink, girl. Like, it's, it, honestly, it'll be the filthiest, paintiest, you know, refurbiest kind of discussion on earth. <laughs> Yeah, refurbished. Bees wine. Yeah, once I'll get it. Yeah, bees. made her wine a couple of months ago, so you can uh, enjoy a glass of her handmade product. Is it BV wine? Well, maybe in the future now. So good yeah. nice. Well, if we're in competition to our Scott Baker brew, you know, it's oh. the Scott Baker beer out there in this world. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's happening yeah. so so go on pleasure sorry we've already pleasure. got sidetracked um wine, wine we could probably say wine oh wine well, yeah but i think i would say like a good restaurant like a very mm. nice gastro mm. I don't be I don't think you can say that because I'm going to be probably incredibly racist here so um I don't think you can say that it's a guilty pleasure because surely it's part of your staple diet you're French man it's like you guys do wine right yeah so I don't eat sandwiches with crisps for lunch that's Ah, okay uh, uh, can I just correct that Because something happened quite recently where you did turn English and I came down and you were eating a sandwich with crisps I was like when was that it wasn't. It was like a couple of months ago. Yeah, do you no, you were down? down here, and you're like, "Oh my god, I've turned English." Yeah, once in three years. Yeah, but see, yeah. partners remember this stuff. B. I count that as a win. Mm. And she, you're either yeah. drunk or hungover. B. That's mm. that's the excuse. <laughs> and beans. Really. Beans. Oh my god, you've gone British, girl. I love, yeah, I love, I love English breakfast. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. That's surprising. Well, I, I love I love making English breakfast French. You just whack a croissant on top. 
Don't laugh drink. at that. That's awful. Do you oh, do that? that is awful. No, <laughs> do you do that? I don't make yeah. sandwich and French they, food. They do. They do. <laughs> do Get your bacon in there. Get your bit of bacon and scrambled eggs in your croissant. And that is a chow down. No, V. No, don't don't adopt that. That is bastardization of both cuisines. Quite frankly, like no. Well, I don't. I think calling an English breakfast a cuisine is a bit of a stretch. <laughs> What else have we got? Maybe a hot pot. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we have to defend our national cuisine. English breakfast. Yeah. What does it give to you pleasure? I don't know. I'm just trying to think. So yours is sausage roll <laughs> and English breakfast. <laughs> Unexpected. I must admit, <laughs> having had the bush discussion, but okay, that's fine. I know. Can you stop? Oh, God. Oh, God. This is so funny. My go pleasure is garage music. Oh, oh babe. Dear. I know. I love okay. That's no, a big problem no, in my life. Garage. I, don't, I, I never usually know whether to reveal it to people. because no, you people, should. Some people are like, yes. And, and other people are like, no. oh. Listen, I'm from South London and that was my era as well. So like, list, yes. All right. I hear you. So again, now, see, where I thought it was just going to be me and B having wine. Now you are in the mix. Okay. Because well, welcome. <laughs> just to make sure that when you listen to Garage, I'm not around. You can't take oh, it. you don't like it. No. Oh, yeah. da, 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Oh, I've got a cracking playlist. When I, when I used to run, I just got lazy um i used to listen to garage music God, 21 me. seconds babe it's all oh, about 21 yeah. seconds yeah True. romeo yeah. dunn like all of that yeah yeah so that's my guilty pleasure i think that's oh. food and drinks i think oh god and swimming i love swimming in the sea that oh that's cool mm. i don't that's think that's really... feel guilty about though do you, do you swim off uh yeah in brighton yeah, I do. Yeah, she oh, does. does. Like <laughs> not in the winter, but just just tell them. No. <laughs> oh, too guilty. I put her on the spot. Yes, you go through. I. It's too cold for me. Yeah, it's not true. You came last year. I did in the summer. It's bearable, but um, I don't go now. Outside of that, but cold. people still swimming. I know. Yeah, the people swim all yeah, year round. Right, in yeah. fact. Um, uh, on a stroll today um we're recording on the first day of lockdown um second lock- lockdown 2.0 <laughs> and um uh, yeah the beach was packed people paddle boarding you know i think everyone's locked themselves down to the beach <laughs> yeah that happened last time as well it's like we're, we're getting fresh air we can stay at home or we can just, just go outside and mingle with everybody yeah. <laughs> <laughs> spread covid let's do it <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> oh, well. right, I think on that, on that note, <laughs> I think we can wrap up uh, for today. Thank you so much, guys, for being with us. So that would be a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. Yeah, goodbye from me. And it's, it's a, a goodbye. Au revoir and goodbye from us. <laughs>Come and jam with us on social media where you can hear more and see more on Facebook search Property Jam Podcast. Or you can follow us on Instagram at Property Jam Podcast. Or you can email us at propertyjampodcast at outlook.com. See See you on the next next episode. episode.